I'm there at 12 o'clock saying to my husband, I have to have my lunch early, have my tea and ballet later on. And it's become very important. The curtain is lifting. The ballet dancers are pirouetting gracefully across the stage. The audience is enthralled. The only difference here is that those audience members are safely at home viewing scenes from Giselle on their laptop screens. This is Team Ballet from Cork Cultural Companions. Okay, so we're moving on now to Act Two of Giselle, getting to the real nitty gritty of it, if you like. And the last meeting we had, we talked about Jules Perrault, one of the choreographers. Um, Led by Patricia Crosby, Tea and Ballet is a relaxed afternoon affair. For an hour every Monday, the 20 or so participants are invited to bring a hot mug of tea with them to their screens. We're going to see a little bit of in our first clip today more of the movement for the Queen and more jumping and a lot more turns. And um, Seated on kitchen chairs or sitting room couches, they're watching and discussing scenes from the Ballet Giselle. It's made all the more special by the fact that it's a local production they're viewing, a video recording of a performance by Cork City Ballet. And the music you're hearing there is actually from that production, so you might even sometimes hear the soft squeak of the ballet dancer's shoes on the stage. If you see the top dancers doing the main dancing, especially the solos, it is you know, quite spectacular. And how extraordinarily flexible they are and how well they do it. That's visually you know, very impactful. That's Niall McGuinness. A scientist by profession, Niall has found tea and ballet to be a welcome break in the working week. A chance to discover some of the history behind the art of ballet, as explained by Patricia. Particularly, I think, in Giselle, the, the ability for the dancer to go up on their toes has just taken this to another level because they are literally able to float across the stage. Which... Because tea and ballet takes place online on Zoom, the participants can see each other while also viewing scenes from Giselle. So it's like being in a small audience, but you still have that comfort of home, the warm hug of a cup of tea in your hands. Niall feels that the fact that tea and ballet is online might actually help those who are feeling a bit shy. Walking into a room on your own where you know nobody, whether ballet is your thing or not, doesn't really matter. It's still a room with strangers in it. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do. This is a very easy way of attending something without actually physically attending it. It's that challenge of going to an event on your own that Cultural Companions is addressing. The initiative began in Dublin through Asian Opportunity and it spread around the country, recently finding a home in Cork with the Cork County Federation of Muinternatira. Barbara Quinn is the coordinator of Cork Cultural Companions. Some members, maybe they've lost a partner and they would have been the person that they went with, or maybe just friends have moved away, or people just find that their social network has kind of gone. And so this is a way of creating a new one. How are you? Still around. (laughs) When you see now when people join, they come on now and they'll actually say direct to somebody else, one of the participants, oh, how are you? How was your week? So it's kind of becoming very personal. Oh, today is my birthday, actually. Oh, happy oh, birthday. Birthday. Oh, birthday. Happy birthday. I'm 82 today. I'm oh, delighted. Oh, wow. <laughs> Aimed at those aged over 55, the tea and ballet gathering is warm, welcoming and engaging. I just wondered what you thought of uh, the character of Albrecht. A two-timer. <laughs> 
exactly and that's what we think but but again when, when you see him in act two you can ask questions and give your opinion or if you prefer it you can just sit back and relax taking in the music costumes and the story of the ballet if this had started last year when it was supposed to be launched i wouldn't have been there that's Maeve wallace i am not a go out person i'm a quiet person so when i saw it was on zoom i said I'll try it and I can watch one or I can watch two. I can leave it in the middle of it. No problem because there was no pressure. And it's been amazing. As children, Maeve and her twin sister loved ballet, dreaming of the day they might learn to dance on point. We used to get all the annuals that were brought out and cut out all the beautiful pictures and paste them into things when we were two small girls. But when we did go to that school, we were too old to start ballet and... We were two fine, big girls. So we were sort of told, you know, yeah, no, definitely it's not for you. So I ended up doing the singing and drama and the operettas and things in the school. But we've always loved ballet and gone to ballets. So tea and ballet has been a chance for Maeve to immerse herself in the world of dance again. It's just fantastic. It has blown my mind. And last Monday, was the longest day of my life because we didn't have it on at all. You have the, the cross of Giselle. And on the other side, you have this very strong, powerful woman, the queen of the Phillies called Mirtha. But any time she gets anyway close to the cross, her powers diminish. Patricia so Crosby brings a wealth of experience to tea and ballet, both from her life as a professional ballet dancer, as well as her career as a choreographer and teacher. I wanted this to be informal and as if we were just having a chat about ballet rather than a lecture or, you know, a class. You know, Queen Mirtha? Yeah. I, I, I didn't get the feel that she was very evil or anything. You know, she's all in white and she looks... The characters from Giselle come to life through debate and discussion. I think Jeff is correcting that it's because she's also wearing the white. Yeah. She is very elegant. She is very regal. I think so. When, when we move on a bit, Albrecht and Giselle are begging with her. She completely just ignores. And, and I For me, it's to take ballet down from its pedestal and enjoy it comfortably without worrying about whether we're going to understand it or not understand it. And, you know, I, I, I loved when you were talking to us. I loved your hand movements. So graceful. Maria is referring to the mime in ballet actions which Patricia has been demonstrating on screen live from her sitting room. Mine is dancer's dialogue and it's how we communicate on stage. For instance, if you put your arm out to say you to somebody and if it was a nice gesture and a welcoming gesture and a friend, the palm would be up. Whereas if you're not too happy with this person, then you point with your index finger, which is actually quite a rude gesture anyway. But that is how we can tell as well the difference in the storyline or in the characters as to whether they are friendly or whether they are unfriendly. At the end of every week at Tea and Ballet, there's a moment to relax and chat before the cups of tea go cold. I don't know anything about ballet and I think this has been very informative because now we can understand the language. It was a lovely afternoon. I don't know what we're going to do in a couple of weeks' time. (laughs) (laughs) The main aim of Cultural Companions is that interaction afterwards. So it's the engagement afterwards and the conversation and the agreement or disagreement. Was it good? Was it bad? That's what's so important about attending cultural events. And that's what we're trying to recreate.
I think what you'd find out coming out of this is that when people do start moving around again, is that they will have met each other online on this. And, you know, let's say a play or a ballet or whatever comes up in the Cork Opera House, they'll say, right, will we go along? We'll, you know, get two or three tickets and the three of us will go together. And suddenly you've got a group, whereas before that, they're walking into a room on their own and sitting on your own, going home on your own. That's, you know, it's a completely different dynamic. And we all want to attend a ballet in person now, which I don't know if any of us would have thought that really before. We'd probably opt for something else. But if Giselle ever gets performed anywhere within travelling distance, we'll be organising a bus to bring all of the participants there for sure.